You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon, a matinee and a rubber match between the Marlins at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Daniel Castano went opposite of the veteran right-hander Kyle Gibson. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, what a tough loss for the Marlins in Philadelphia this afternoon. They were not away from what would have been a really exciting one nothing victory. But Garrett Stubbs, the backup catcher, a right-handed uh, a left-handed hitter, rather, facing lefty Tanner Scott with a walk-off three-run homer, sending 25,000 home happy here in Philadelphia. Phils win this series two games to one. They win this ball game three to one. Dan Castano up from AAA to make the start today with Pablo Lopez pushed back at least a couple of days as he works his way back from the right wrist contusion sustained when he was hit by a line drive, hit by Michael Brantley Friday night in Houston. Castano was absolutely brilliant in this ball game. Six and two-thirds innings, a five-hit scoreless ball against a dangerous Phillies lineup. On the other side, though, Kyle Gibson was matching him zero for zero until inning number five, when in a scoreless game, Miguel Rojas led off for the Marlins. Miggy fly ball deep down the left field line toward the corner. Schwarber in pursuit, and that ball hit the foul pole. It's a home run, Miguel Rojas. one nothing Marlins. Miggy with his fifth of the season. He went two for three here today, and the Marlins had a one nothing lead. They would manage only one more base runner the rest of the game as Gibson would pitch into the ninth inning. After the Rojas home run, he set down the next 12 in a row would stay in the game until John Birdie singled against him, leading off the ninth. On the other side, Castano's hanging zeros. And in the sixth inning, with the Marlins up 1-0, he got in some trouble. Reese Hoskins on the first pitch just missed a home run. He hit a triple off the high wall just to the left of straightaway center field here in Philadelphia. So the Phillies down 1-0, had the tying man at third, nobody out in the sixth inning. The Marlins pulled the infield in. Bryce Harper hit a hard ground ball to third base. John Birdie fielded a tough hop, threw Harper out. He held Hoskins at third base. That was the first out. Nick Castellanos then a ground ball to third. Again, Birdie held Hoskins. He threw Castellanos out two down. So the Marlins at that point could drop the infield back. They had a chance to escape the inning. Castano trying to protect that one nothing lead. Tying man 90 feet away. Got the lefty-lefty matchup, Castano against Didi Gregorius. The 1-2. Bouncing ball to Jazz. He waits for it, has it. Throws to first, and Castano completes the great escape in the sixth. Hoskins a first pitch triple with the Phillies down a run. With the infield in, Castano gets three straight ground balls. Harper to third, Castellanos to third. And then after they drop back, Gregorius to second. And it stays a 1-0 Marlins lead into the seventh. In the bottom of the seventh, Castano got the first out. Alec Bohm on a fly ball to center. Oduble Herrera then an infield hit, but he was a race on a fielder's choice ground ball off the bat of Bryson Stott. So with two outs, Stott was the tying man at first base. Garrett Stubbs worked a walk, and with first and second, two down, 
It was back to the top of the order. The lefty hitting Kyle Schwarber at that point after 105 pitches. Donnie pulled Castano from the game, and he turned to Tommy Nance, the righty, against the lefty Schwarber. A couple of former Cubs matching up. Nance trying to get the Marlins out of that seventh inning. The Phillies with a tying and go-ahead men on. Marlins lead 1-0 on Rojas Homer in the fifth. The 3-2, two-out pitch. Runners go, and it's taken for strike three called. Schwarber caught looking at a curveball. Nance puts out the fire. We went to the eighth. Still 1-0 Marlins. Anthony Bass on the pitch. He allowed a leadoff hit to Reese Hoskins. Matt Veerling pinch ran after Bryce Harper popped a third for the first out. Veerling tried to steal second. He was gunned down by Nick Fortes. Fortes to Chisholm. 2-4 in the caught stealing for the second out. Then... With two outs and the bases empty, Nick Castellanos put a charge into one. He sent the left fielder, Brian De La Cruz, all the way to the wall. He had just enough room with his back against the wall, made the catch, ending the eighth, getting us to the ninth. The Marlins in front, still one to nothing. In the top of the ninth, John Birdie let off with a single. At that point, Connor Brogdon relieved Kyle Gibson. Jorge Soler struck out for the first out. John Birdie stole second, his second stolen base in the game, his 14th of the season. Jesus Aguilar struck out for the second out with Jesus Sanchez to play at a wild pitch advance Birdie to third, but Sanchez fouled to third base on a great catch, sliding on a backhand by Alec Bohm right over near the Marlins dugout. So we went to the bottom of the ninth. Marlins three outs away from a 1-0 win. They turned the ninth inning over to Tanner Scott who has been terrific here in the month of June he had four saves and two wins in six previous appearances he struck out the first man Didi Gregorius Alec Bohm singled pinch hitter JT Romuto then on a 3-2 count worked a walk so the tying and winning men were on with one out of the ninth for the Phillies pinch hitter Jairo Munoz struck out for the second out so the Marlins were an out away and Scott the lefty got the lefty hitting backup catcher Garrett Stubbs Two on, two outs. The 2-2 pitch to Stubbs. Blasted to right field. Way back. The Phillies walk it off. The backup catcher, Garrett Stubbs. A three-run homer. They come pouring out of the first base dugout. And the Phillies pull out a miracle win. 3-1 over the Marlins. Another heartbreaker as the Phillies score three in the ninth. Two hits and a walk. And they win this series two games to one. For the Phillies, three runs, eight hits, no errors, seven left. They were 0 for 10 with men in scoring position until the walk-off homer. So they finish one for 11. Marlins, one run, seven hits, no errors. They left four. Marlins went 0 for 4 with men in scoring position. Connor Brogdon, the winner in relief, 2-0. Tanner Scott, the blown save and the loss, 2-2. Time of the ball game, three hours, 12 minutes. So the Phillies have won 11 of 13. They improved to 32 and 31 in the season. Now 19 and 17 at home. They are 10 and 2 under interim manager Rob Thompson. Marlins fall to 3 and 3 on this road trip, just their third loss in the last 9 games. They dropped to 28 and 33 overall. They're 13 and 19 on the road after this really tough 3-1 setback in Philadelphia. The Marlins sixth walk-off loss of the season. They are 2 and 6 in games decided in walk-off style. The Marlins and Nation again working together this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 be donated to Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Today, 6Ks 
That's $150 for the season now. 534 strikeouts, $13,350 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. Phillies walk it off on the homer by Garrett Stubbs, his third of the season, 3-1 the final score. A great pitching effort by Dan Castano goes for not. Miguel Rojas, two for three, a solo home run. Now, you can talk about Scott blowing the save. You can also talk about the Marlins being held to one run on a single solo home run over nine innings today. Just couldn't get anything going against Kyle Gibson, and Connor Brogdon got the final three outs as the Phillies win this one three to one. All right, so the Phillies walk off the Marlins 3-1 to one, the final score. Garrett Stubbs with a three-run homer to win it yesterday. Uh, before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's take a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. All right, back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from manager Don Mattingly after the walk-off loss in Philadelphia yesterday. Don, just how disappointing was that one, especially after how well your team played throughout the game and chance to win the series? Yeah, obviously that one's <clears throat> disappointing with the way we, we threw the ball today uh, to get to that point. Yeah, I don't know how else to say it. Disappointing. I had enough of those for the year. That being said, how about the job by Daniel Castano doing? All you guys can ask for and a little more there. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel was really good today in a in a game that we knew our pin was kind of uh, been used a little bit. Uh, he did a nice job of keeping those guys off balance. Um, you know, both guys today for both teams, I thought threw the ball well. Kind of the same type guys, add and subtract. Uh, keep you off balance, kind of the perfect guys for those day games after you've been playing night games and, you know, the boys are having trouble getting it moving. And they gave the only offense here today. He's got a couple hits with that home run. Um, that, that being said, for someone who's having trouble finding themselves offensively, what can maybe a series like this do for a Valley Kim? No, Miggy's been good. He's been actually really good over the last, you know, as we look at guys in like increments of you know weeks, couple of weeks at a time, and then we look at it you know over the last month. Uh, I mean, he's been really good. 
he had a you know slow start, but he's been he's been solid after that. Uh, Tanner Scott, he's been reliable for you in that ninth inning spot, <coughs> basically this whole month. What did you see from him today? Oh, it was good. You know, he just got a pitch, looked like he left it up. Uh, I thought he got away from his fastball a little bit, kind of kind of got predictable. Uh, you know, the guy had a pretty good swing at a slider, took a couple of sliders. It's probably the time to go back to the, you know, them. I'm looking back like everybody else, right? You, you never know if he throws a, a dirty one and he swings over it. Nobody's talking about it. So, anyway, he just left, you know, he left that one up. What's uh, What was sort of the availability for the guys in the bullpen? Because you had mentioned, you know, they've been worked a bit. Yeah, those are the guys we used <laughs> were available. Uh, with the rotation of Edward Cabrera going in the IL now, it's just another guy on there just – when you start seeing the starting pitching depth starting to dwindle a little bit, just to see Castano be able to potentially show that he can handle that role, how good is that? And also just your thoughts on where you guys are starting pitching-wise and the organization health-wise at this point? No, we're okay. We're okay. Um, yeah, Daniel today was really good, so that tells you that, that he's capable. Uh, Edouard, overly cautious uh, from the standpoint of, you know, He's going to be, you know, he's going to be fine. It's just we got to, you got to get this little bit out of there, um, of his elbow. So, yeah, he's going to be fine. I don't really worry about our depth at this point. I feel like Edward will be back at the end of 15, and we'll go from there. Did he feel it a bit in his last start, or when did he? No, yesterday was the first we heard of it, and we were, and it was pretty much gone today, but it was like, you know, at this point where we're at a spot where, we can't wait for tomorrow to play catch and the next day he throws a bullpen and the next day we don't know. So it's like we had to we had to make a decision today. Just I was say just with the bullpen, you know, it seems like several times this year maybe you, you put the right guys in and just not execution. Is there any level of frustration or what are you seeing sometimes with these instances where it seems like that? No, I mean I mean not really I mean obviously you're frustrated with results. Uh, Tanner has kind of solidified us at the back end of the game. Uh, and so, I mean, obviously frustrating when you give up homers to lose games. Uh, your guys go all day long. But you can look at the game in a lot of different ways. You know, we score one run. You know, we got to be able to, you know, hopefully we were able to muster more than that. But you're still in a game that we've got to this point, And we got a chance to win it with, with one more strike. And... And we just weren't able to close it out. We've had a couple of those. A couple of defensive plays to help keep it close. Miggy with the grab, the leap to make it the strike him out, throwing out double play, and then Jazz with the caught steal. And just see those type of plays, especially when the offense isn't going to yeah. find ways to keep you in it. Yeah, a couple of nice tags. Miggy's, like you said, and Jazz is on the on the short hop. Made a nice play on that, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was actually, you don't feel like you, it was a well-played game from our standpoint of just, you know, we didn't put a lot of runs up, and and we make we get one mistake, right? So uh, it's not a game that you look back and go, oh, we we give that one away. It's it's more that you know we we look like we did enough to win it, but when you say you're going to win one one nothing, it's 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 tough. Danny, that being said, just almost done with a road trip here. Obviously, two tough series. What have just you've seen from the team these last six games? No, we're in a good spot. Um, you know, we're we're playing pretty well. Uh, I think, guys, you can see the fight we have, and and we're in a good spot. I don't. I wouldn't call it at the end of the trip when you got four in New York, so it doesn't get any easier. Uh, but we'll we'll get a day tomorrow to to kind of you know let this one. 
kind of get off our backs and then be ready to play in New York. All right, so that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Phillies. The Marlins now 28-33. and The Phillies are a game over at 32-31. and The Marlins are off today. They are back at it in New York. First time against the Mets this season tomorrow night at 7-10. We'll be on the air at 6-40 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.